swallow your pride There's nowhere to hide What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, you don't try to fly Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable Been through it all and we still unbreakable What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. I'm really excited to introduce my guest today, Emily Hayden. She is an IFBB bikini fitness pro, a professional coach and a mentor, and a first form athlete. She is the host of the Evolve with Emily podcast and the creator of the Evolve X worldwide coaching program. I just love women like Emily who are paving the way, um, such grounded, humble athletes. And I'm really excited to bring her on the show and to talk about everything that she has going on. Emily, welcome to Reborn. Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Thank it's you. so Thanks good so to much. officially have you. I know that we talked about this for a long time. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, when did we first meet? At Summer Smash a couple years ago? Yes. Yeah. So, I remember you walked in and I was like, what is Ashley Horner doing here? Yeah. Like what? I didn't Dude. realize that you're associated with First Form and I've known about you for forever. So I was just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that was such a whirlwind because I think I had just, I flew out there, you know, see Andy, see, just meet everybody. And then I actually, I wasn't even like, I wasn't expecting all of that or even to be a part of like the first form team, but dude, it is so awesome. I was so nervous going to summer smash like by myself because I didn't know anybody. And I was like, nobody even knows. Like I hadn't even announced that I was with first form. Um, and I I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm just going to be this random girl that like shows up. And I, you know, it's, it's nice. Like whenever you go into like new places or whatever, to have like a safety friend or a safety blanket or like something to like, (laughs) cause if not, you just go in and you're like, anyways, but that's what I did. I just basically showed up and I was like, let's see what this, you know, first form community is about. Let's see what summer, summer smash is about. Um, anyways, yeah. I was blown away by like the, the team that first form has team of athletes, people like you who truly make up what first form is and, and the culture of first form. I was just, I was blown away. So, um, but anyways, it was, it was so awesome to be able to see and to meet so many athletes. And I think I'm, I'm kind of like shy, like standoffish whenever I first meet people. So it takes me a little bit to kind of come out of my shell, but you and I got to connect at, what was the last event that I saw you at? What was the last one? Maybe an athlete weekend, I think. I think it was right? athlete weekend. Yeah. 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 Cause we, we were chatting, it chatting it up. You're in, you're in Texas, right? Yeah. Houston, Texas. Um, I grew up here and then I went to LA for about seven years. And then I actually, right after 2020, I came back here about a year and a half ago now. That was a good move. That was <laughs> from LA to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. what part? What part of uh? What part of LA were you in? Were you like in in the thick of it, like downtown oh, LA yeah. or the outskirts? No, 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 not downtown LA. I've always been beach cities, so beach cities. Venice, Marina del Rey. So yeah, I wasn't in the heat of like the downtown, um, but Venice. I mean, if you've ever been to Venice, you know it's it just became increasingly not safe, especially for a female that you know, I'm usually on my own. It was just, there were things happening that didn't even make the news like left and right so much to where you would have to go outside of your apartment and just your head had to be on a swivel 24 oh seven. And I'm always alert, but it's different when it's like, you're actually avoiding people nonstop. Like, yeah. Oh, there's someone shooting up right here. There's these, you know, men over here that are like looking at me like I'm a target and it's different, you know? Yeah. So I just, yeah. it became very hostile to live in that environment. 
Wow. So you moved to Texas, the great big state of Texas. How how has that transition been? I moved back to my roots. My whole family is here. So I have a huge family, uh, six siblings, 12 nieces and nephews now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's been really nice to reconnect with my family because I was, you know, only here a couple of times a year when I was in LA. Uh, So it's been nice to reconnect with them, but I will say, man, I am missing the nature like no other. I'm missing the ocean. Like I'm an ocean. I come alive at the ocean. Mm. So I miss the ocean. I miss the mountains and I'm trying to get my fill through little trips here and there. But um, yeah, I don't know. Houston's deaf. I don't think that it's it for me long-term at all, Mm. Um, but it's a really great home base right now. And I don't have intention of moving my entire house anytime soon. Um, But, you know, I don't know. I'm very open and being flexible with my ideas about how I could potentially do both. I've always kind of wanted maybe a spot in both. So we'll see. Yeah. Did you compete back in the day? I did. What did you do? Because, you know, girl, I'm like, uh, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out. But right now I am um, almost seven weeks out and I officially started my cut. Wait for a show? Yeah, you didn't know that. I dude, I put on I put on fifteen pounds since you've seen me last. Are you kidding? Yeah, you gotta go check out my Instagram. Oh I'm my like gosh, jacked. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cannot yeah, wait so to see. So wait, I, I cannot believe I've put on fifteen pounds and I'm getting ready to do a show. So because whenever I saw you, I I was not I wasn't training for that clearly because we were having drinks and. Yeah. Cheers in or, you yeah, know, and eating at the little dessert bar. Yeah, we were uh, grazing. <laughs> we were grazing with like all the, yeah, the amazing food that we had at the first form athlete weekend. Um, but yeah, I don't know when that was, but I've been training. Um, I've been training for about 15 weeks now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How's your prep going? Do you, are you feeling it hard yet or where were you at? Yeah. So I just, I was doing 4,500 to 5,000 calories a day. And he, yeah, girl, my bat, my bat, my poor, like just stomach and like tore up every day. So as of like four days ago, he's taken out, um, all my bagels and my muffins. And so I, I haven't calculated to see where I'm all at. Like, bagels. <laughs> yeah, girl, I was eating, dude, I was eating two bagels a day plus, uh, two 400 calorie muffins a day. And then, muffins? You were eating muffins? Yeah. like, like about, you, You're not even talking about like an English muffin. You mean like a real muffin? I mean like a, mu- yeah, like a real muffin, like 48 grams of sugar, 48 grams of carbs, <laughs> like 400 and <laughs> oh something God. calories. Yeah. I would just go to the bakery and be like, well, what muffin do I want today? You know? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So thankfully, I, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but thankfully like those things have been taken out. Um and uh, so now I'm still eating like five meals a day, but things are starting to reduce. So, uh, huh. yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey, man. Um, but yeah, did you so compete back in the day you did, right? I did 11 years ago. Okay. That's how I initially knew about you. Okay. So yeah. Cause what was your, did you do bikini figure? What'd you do? Bikini. Bikini. Ah, yeah. Bikini. I did bikini. I did, I think, I believe 20 or 21 shows. Wow. Um, that's did, a lot a lot. Like it was my thing. Like for many, many years, I just continued competing. I loved it. Did I was you ever excelling go pro? at it. I went pro and bikini pro. Yep. Wow. Uh, in 2016 at USA's, I competed as a pro at, let's see, three shows the first season and three shows the last season that I did. Um, so I've competed all over and I absolutely loved it, but man, it is really hard on your body, especially <laughs> as a female. And, um, yeah, for years there, I was just competing, you know, back to back and it, it really did take a toll on me. Uh-huh. So I had to take some time off and 
Um, I will say throughout 2020, I tried to prep and I had a field prep and then 2021 had a field prep as well, which wasn't normal for me. Clearly I did 21 preps. Like I know how to prep. How, why, did, why did you have a failed prep? Because my body wasn't responding and no matter what I did, it's mm. like, I wasn't looking good. I was overly starving. Like nothing was like going well. And I just didn't realize what was going on internally. Come to find out I got a comprehensive hormone panel done and my hormones were all over the place, man. Like, uh, so not okay. And I was actually glad was that this I got with, Was this with Dr. Lyon? Dr. Gabrielle Lyon? No, Dr. it wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> no, um, I... Well, she did She I, did my blood work recently. And she does a lot. She helps okay. a lot of the first form athletes. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually work through a company called Transcend now. They're like an online company that can do all of your hormone testing. And basically, I thought throughout the years that I was getting the correct hormone testing done because I knew as a competitor, we should always monitor our hormones. But I got it done through my regular practitioner and they would always tell me, you're fine. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that they weren't doing a comprehensive panel and that while I was low for like the average person, it wasn't enough for them to like have red flags on their account. But when we actually got the like detailed panel done, it showed like... It's exactly why you're not losing fat. It's why you have no energy. It's why your mental health is struggling. So I then went on like a huge hormone and health journey. So now that's probably the biggest thing that holds me back from returning to the stage is I just, I don't ever want to compromise my health again. Mm -hmm. And I, right now I'm just focusing on being healthy and whole, being the best well-rounded athlete that I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were to get back on stage again, would you have a different approach to like how you trained? Like, do you think a lot of it has to do with like metabol, like metabolism damage from just dieting and staying low for so long? It, well, all of my main hormones were off. I, my thyroid issues were pretty bad. Um, my thyroid issues run in my family as well. Mm. Um, being hypothyroidism, which makes it really difficult to lose fat. So in order to get myself that lean, I was doing insane amounts of cardio. I was getting my calories really low and that really takes a toll on your body. So now I'm on HRT, hormone replacement therapy. And I believe that if I were to go back into it, I have a ch- I have a feeling that I would have a chance at a healthy prep because I'm supplementing my mm-hmm. hormones to make sure that they stay healthy and mm-hmm. at the appropriate levels. Mm-hmm. Before it's like I was fighting against my body because I wasn't able to be, you know, at appropriate levels of my hormones. So how could the diet and the cardio help right. if my hormones right. are working against me? Right. So I think, you know, returning, yeah, my approach would be to utilize the HRT that I'm on to make sure that I stay within healthy ranges for all of my base level hormones. Yeah. So how did you get into fitness then? Did you like, do you have a background in like beauty pageants? Cause you're very beautiful. No. Anybody who knows Emily, she has like these crazy green eyes, dark Aww. hair. What's your ethnicity? I'm actually Italian and Irish. Oh, very yeah. beautiful. And you're so sweet. Thank very you. Um, so yeah. So did you do beauty pageants? Like how did no, you? <laughs> I never did. So I always grew up uh, being an athlete. I did, I mean, I went to a small school, so it's not saying anything at all, but I did basketball, track and field, volleyball. I swam when I was younger. I've always been very active, very active and healthy family. And then when I graduated from Texas A&M University in 2012, I opened my own women's boot camp because I was like the fitness friend and I was the one that like loved fitness. I loved training and working out. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll just host a boot camp. And that started my business into, it was actually January, 2013. 
And the business like flourished right away. And that was my first opportunity of helping people in a small way of getting their workouts in a couple times a week. And I was able to see these women be so confident and mm-hmm. just see their light, their eyes like light up, you know? And I was like, man, this, this is what I want to do. I want to help people feel good and confident about themselves because they deserve that. And as I was helping them reach their goals, I realized that I had kind of reached every goal that I set for myself in the gym. I was setting random goals, like how many pull-ups can I do? Uh, What's the highest box jump that I can reach? You know, all these random things. And someone had mentioned, hey, you should try competing. And I was like, what is that? And I look it up and I was like, oh my gosh, those swimsuits are- What year was this? This was 2013. Okay. So this was probably around whenever I was competing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I remember seeing you on stage as one of the like OG competitors. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Very like, that's cool. how I initially found out about you. And I remember looking and I was like, these bikinis are so small. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could wear something like that. I just, it was that first exposure to it where, where you don't know what it is. You're yeah. a little ignorant of the sport. And so I was like, I don't know. And then I just, I yeah, was like, you know what? I I, uh, I was just up in Montana. I was with Dana Lynn Bailey. Uh-huh. So yeah. she let me wear her her suit that she won all of hers chosen. Dude, I like I felt so vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is so tiny. I mean, I'm still like 145 pounds right now, you know? Like I haven't even really started my cut. And getting wow. in yours, like, guys, whenever we if you don't, these suits are like, I mean, they're judging your figure. So, you yeah. know, and they're cut in a way that's supposed to like accent your figure, you know, you want to see the V taper and stuff mm-hmm. in the back. So I can relate to that, to the tiny, tiny bikini. Yeah. And I will say it does help when you have that super dark tan on. Cause yeah. it's almost Thank like a little bit. Tan. Yeah. It's almost like a little bit of like a, like a, a blanket, like a safety blanket. It's like a blanket. <laughs> yeah. It's a safety blanket. So you don't feel like as exposed. Like yeah. I always feel so naked before I get that tan on. And yeah. then I'm like, whew, okay, much better. It's like a safety, it's like, it's like a onesie that you put on because it's so thick. You yes. know, it's just like a coat of like paint. And then you, you feel yes. like you feel like you're wearing something, but you're not. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I did, I decided to do my first show and I did the first show and I absolutely just fell in love with it. And from that show, I was like, I want to be a pro in this sport. Mm. And then once I really started competing, uh, did you NPC? NPC. Yeah. Yeah. I did NPC all the way through IFBB and I've stayed in there the whole time and I had an incredible journey. Um, once I decided I wanted to be pro, then I was like, you know what? I want to be Miss Bikini Olympia one day. And that was my whole focus. I said that goal out loud. Like I was so focused on it. Even after I went pro, I was like, cool. That's like the first little notch down time to go be Miss Bikini Olympia. And everything that I did in my life was with that focus. So it was actually really hard for me when I took some time off off of the stage. And when I realized I was going through those hormonal issues, because there was a little bit of my identity tied to what I do. And I think a lot of people probably struggle with that where you attach your identity to something that you do, whether it's a job or it's athletics and it's an accomplishment. So it took a lot of personal work and development to really detach my value, my worth from competing because Mm -hmm. that was my whole life for quite a long time. What year was it when you decided to take a break? 2019 was the last time I stepped on stage, but I didn't decide to take a break. 2020, I was in prep. I prepped, you know, double sessions every day, dieting really hard. Um, and I had to pull out of my prep about nine weeks in because is that whenever you found out about transcend and still no, no, but I did get my hormones tested. 
Um, I knew I had issues. I tried to recover healthily. And then in 2021, I was like, okay, let's try again. And I tried again, same thing kind of happened. And it was really soul crushing because when you're doing double sessions every single day from the get-go, high cardio from the get-go, and you're working your tail off and you're not seeing those results, it's really, really difficult. So, um, 2021, when I stopped then, then I knew I was like, okay, there's something so much deeper wrong that I'm not being able to fix by myself. And, you know, I tried the natural route. I tried the like food is medicine route. I was so like (laughs) positive with that. And I really gave it a shot. Um, but it came down to the fact that I just felt so horrible. I was like, I can't wait any longer. Like it started to really affect my mental health in a way that I've never experienced before. And I didn't realize that by simply just like having natural levels of testosterone that I would feel so much better and get my life back fully. So it was definitely a process for me, but yeah, 2021. So just a year ago is when I was like, all right, that's it for me. It's just health and feeling good and feeling you know good again from the inside out. This episode of Reborn is brought to you by BetterHelp, a really cool and convenient platform for online professional therapy. Look, guys, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I know in the past I have gotten so stuck just focusing on a problem um, instead of the solution. Right when we're hit with life's obstacles, and I mean, there's been a lot of changes that have happened over the last two years. Right, like. That's just facts. And I have had to do a lot of quote unquote problem solving, Um, not only just like in my personal life of things changing with kids' schools, the stress of that, are they in, are they out, do we switch schools, public, private, Um, but also changing the business, like how business operates and and the challenges of, of the problems that come up. Look, I know that it it can be tough to train your brain to stay in the problem-solving mode when you're faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn to learn how to find your own solutions to not just get stuck in like I'm just solving like a problem, the same problem, it's because you're not changing the solution. You have to you have to find your own solution to be able to solve that. There's really no better feeling. And with BetterHelp, a therapist is actually available to help you to become a better problem solver, making it easier for you to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. And look, guys, I, I want everybody to know here that um, if if you need to unload stress, if you, if you need healing, um, if, if, if this can help with anxiety or depression, talk to somebody, talk to somebody. And these programs like BetterHelp is an online platform that is so convenient for you. Um, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out just a brief survey. survey. And if you don't like the therapist that they matched you with, you can switch at any time. Um, so if you guys want to be better problem solvers and, and really start finding solutions, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash reborn today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash reborn. 
All right, back to the show. Would you say that you've closed that chapter of uh, competing or are you for like right now because of, I mean, I get it. Like I, like those types of things and, 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 you know, when the doors shut like that, whenever you've put, like, that's been your sole thing that you focused on and things happen out of your control. Right. Like, and, and you did the right thing. I think a lot of people in your situation, you know, they would have just been like, I don't care, like whatever it takes, I'm just going to push through. I'm going to kill my body. I'm just, because this is all that I see. This is all that I want. This is all that matters. Um, how was that whole process of, you know, like, is that chapter permanently closed or do you think maybe there's another chance or was it too hard on you? Like your mental, your mental health. The preps were never that hard on me. Like I'm good at prepping. I love prepping. Did you prep I feel yourself like, and train yourself? Uh, I did for a few shows, but I started, as, as I went pro, I started, well, Amateur, I had some coaches as well. And then as I went pro, I definitely had coaches yeah. because I didn't like to have all that pressure on myself. Um, if anything, I'm going to make myself suffer more than someone else would. Right. So like I need someone else there. So I, I love having coaches. I think all the best athletes in every sport usually have, you know, that second opinion, mm -hmm. those second set of eyes. So um, is that chapter closed for forever? That's the question that everyone always asks me. And, you know, I've learned enough and walked through enough in my life to never say never. Mm -hmm. So I think if I were to say that chapter's forever closed, it would be really dramatic and yeah. possibly just be like, I feel like people put these constraints on themselves. Like when they realize it's not the season for that, they say never and their whole world gets crashed down. And for me, I'm just like, I know it's not the right decision right now. Mm -hmm. And I trust wherever life takes me. I know there's still like a fire for that. I also know that I'll never sacrifice my health for that ever. So the answer is I don't really know, but I'm fully happy and at peace, whichever way it happens. Would I love a chance at actually fulfilling that dream that I had for so long? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I would die to be able to do that, but not at the sacrifice of my health or my mental health or yeah. my hormones. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think that's something that a lot of athletes in your situation, like really, really need to, to stop and think and, you know, to just pause, like it's okay for seasons change, right? We go through seasons and, and it's just, it's not a permanent thing, but, um, and staying open to the opportunities and, you know, just kind of being like, well, we're just going to see what happens and that you're, you're fully present in the season that you're in. And I think that's what's most important. So how has your uh, coaching philosophy and stuff, you know, you, you were an athlete, uh, and then you decided to get on stage. So do you do any like sort of coaching or training yourself? Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I did traveling bikini posing clinics for a long time. Oh, I really? love, yeah, I love helping people That's awesome. pose and get on stage. And I actually like the, like, I get like to get in people's minds. So mm. I like to help them with the mindset and the embodiment and the, you know, the aura that they can emit on stage. I like helping people understand that. Um, and I did that for a long time. And now that I haven't been on stage in a few years, there's always things changing. So I'm not necessarily doing any posing clinics. I'll help out here and there, you know, when people need some help. I just did one last weekend, actually. Um, Is it just bikini or do you do figure? Just bikini. Okay. Yeah. I was going to be I like, can you experience. go over my quarter torns with me? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I, I might be able to give some feedback based on what you already have, but I can't teach yeah. uh, figure. Definitely not. 
Um, but yeah, and the coaching that I do now is actually all lifestyle coaching. So I have a program called Evolve X and it's where I help people to evolve in their lives, in their mindset, in their fitness and in their nutrition. So of course we have the training and the nutrition as the foundation of the program, but what makes that program different than everyone else's is the mindset mentorship that's attached to it. So every single week they get different topics um, that I think a lot of other programs don't really hit on from, you know, choosing to live in gratitude, learning about your identity, your purpose, having vision for your life, having boundaries and healthy boundaries for yourself. You know, I really touch on a lot of things that I make, I think makes people healthy, well-rounded individuals. And at the end of the day, it, I really just looked at like, okay, what helped me to evolve the most in my life, to grow my mindset, to be more loving, be more kind, hold myself to a better standard. And I kind of put all that into a program. Mm. What would you say, um, who is a good candidate for this? Anyone that is seeking a personal development program mm -hmm. that will help you to cultivate excellence in your life. So it's a program of excellence, of discipline and daily habits. And those things are the foundational elements that will help you to be more confident, have a stronger mindset, have a growth mentality, have the victor mentality versus the victim mentality, and truly be able to experience life as it comes. Um, because we talk about the highs and the lows of life. We talk about how when you're in the high moment of life to have gratitude and be present and be in the moment. And when you're in a low moment of life to learn all that you can, because that's why it's there, okay. you know, not ever focusing too much on the low, because when you look back in life, you've made it through all of the lows. Right. Yeah. I think some people, they get so hyper-focused on the current struggle. They feel like their world is crushing in. And it's like, if you actually just look back with a perspective, you can see that everything has worked together to bring you to a better spot. And it really is just how you respond to it. So I help people choose to intentionally respond to life rather than react to life. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like health and fitness when we talk about health and fitness and the, the whole like topic on mental health is just becoming more and more of, of a hot topic. And, um, you know, something that we're starting to finally pay attention to and be like, Hey, this is, this is a crisis right now that we are in with everybody's mental health. And it's important that people understand that fitness is, is all encompassing, right? It's, it's taking care of your body. It's, it's training it, it's conditioning it, but it's also making sure that your mind is healthy as well. And that you're, you're doing whatever it takes to find that balance. And because, I mean, there's so much chaos right now in, in today's yeah. world and it's easy. It's easy. If you don't have a community and you don't have a tribe, it's easy to spiral. It's easy to just spiral oh, absolutely. out of control. And you know, one of the things that we touch on in the program is identifying what your core values are. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have never really sat down and identified what are my core mm -hmm. values as a human, as a, as a person because they'll come to you with these fitness goals of like, oh, I want to lose all this weight. I want to get shredded. I want abs, right? But then you look at what their core values are and their core values sometimes don't match up with the exact goals that they say that they want, or at least they don't match up with what is required to reach those goals. So sometimes we look at their core values, we look at their goals and we figure out, okay, how can we make changes so that you're in alignment with your core values? You're realistic about your goals and what that's actually going to take because some people feel like a failure their entire life, not because they're an actual failure, but because they verbalize that they want this goal, but yet they're not really willing to do what it takes to reach that goal. So by simply just adjusting their goal to make sense for their life and what they actually want, 
they're able to now feel successful because now they're reaching the goals that actually align with their core values. Yeah. Amen, man. 100%. Is, is this part of the retreat? Cause I know you also do a retreat as well, or is it? Yeah. So is this, um, this is, is this for just people in Houston, Texas, or is it online? Yeah. Everything I do is online. Okay. And okay. so, okay. So evolve with Emily is my brand, right? Evolve essentially, essentially is my brand. And it came from, uh, I believe it was in 2017 where I realized that I had two options in life. I could either evolve and everything I knew around me was going to change and it was going to come with a lot of heartache and confusion and uncomfortable things or the inner higher version of myself could die. So it was evolve or die. And I chose to evolve. I chose the growth. I chose to make hard decisions and to make, you know, a whole different life path for myself because I felt inside like there was something more. And I just knew it. I knew it at my core that there was something more for my life and I had to be brave enough to go after it. I knew that I couldn't live my life, that I would never be satisfied, leaving that feeling untapped. So I started sharing my journey of evolving on YouTube. That's how my journey started. I did 50 episodes. That's just called Evolve. And it was a pretty dope, pretty dope series where at the end of it, um, episode 50 of 50, if anyone wants to watch just one of those episodes, I explain in that episode what Evolve really means. And I quite literally showed people how I evolved in my life going through all the major transitions that you can even think of. And from there that I started a coaching program, Evolve, and from there it turned into a podcast. I have my retreat. So everything is around this idea of personal growth development and reaching your highest potential. So everything I do is online. The retreats, I've had one in LA, I had one in Houston, and the next one I really want to be another destination one where I go to somewhere just absolutely awe-inspiring and beautiful because, man, this last retreat in Houston it was, it's really difficult to put into words what these retreats are, but it's like every goal that I have for the people that come for the attendees, you know, for them to break open their current ways of thinking for them to connect to themselves, to their higher power, to each other. It happens in like times 10 mm. and that's in like Houston where it's flat and there's no beautiful nature and nothing like that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, man, just imagine if we were in somewhere where it's beautiful, like the way I describe my job during the retreats is I'm just this little guide and I put these things together, these experiences that I know are going to just bring so much love and connection and joy and confidence to their hearts and I, I love doing it. Like when I'm at those retreats, I'm in the most flow that I've ever been in, in my life. Mm. It's like one of those moments where you're like, oh, I was made for this. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. So is this just for females or is it for men too? It seems like you kind of have, have like a, you you like love helping women feel empowered. I do. I do. And the coaching program is open to both because it's online coaching and mm. we can do one-on-one -on -one stuff. The retreat currently is just women. And I found that it really helps the women to open up and create these friendships. And yeah, that's definitely um, my favorite. When you were recording those videos, the 50 videos, the 50 part series that you have on YouTube, what was the time span on that? Was it like 50 days or was it like oh, 50 no. weeks or what? 
You know what? Um, I actually don't know the answer to that. I remember, I think I started recording in like November, maybe, maybe Uh December. Uh And I believe by the next like spring it was done, but there was a point where I was doing five videos every single week and I was video, I was recording, editing and uploading everything on my own. Oh my gosh. And I was in prep for multiple shows. Like I was going through my divorce at that time, which a lot of people, I didn't speak about it. I just, you can see it all over my face though. If you go back and watch, because, you know, I'm sharing through the heartache and the struggle, how I'm still showing up for myself, how I'm choosing personal growth. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. That's a really cool, I'm going to have to go back and and take a look at that. Maybe just watch number 50 and see if I want to, man, because I think like whenever you start peeling back the layers, right, you start and you see people, you see people like Emily do it. And it makes you realize like maybe you need to take a good look at your life and yeah. you need to find your layers and you need to start pulling yeah. back your layers. So, you know, I'm sure watching that doc, the documentary of you, I'm sure it's, it's probably made a lot of people kind of wake up and, and, yeah. and be like, okay, like I need to do better for myself. Yeah. And you know what? I think a difficult, uh, a difficult thing about that, which I realized recently is that there's a lot of people that don't want to know the truth. Yeah. They don't want to know the hard truth. Yeah. And like I have positioned myself and this is just who I am, but like, I love the truth, even when it's about me, even when it's hard, even when it's ugly, because the truth is truth. And I think that the truth always leads to a better you, to a better result. So like, I want to know the truth. I want to apply and see how I can change. But I think that people struggle to want to know the truth because of probably many different reasons. But I, through some conversations, I've really been digging into this recently, and I'd love to hear what you think about this as well. Um, But what I think is that we have this culture and society of perfection, right? It's like the highlight reel on social media. And I think people feel like they can't get it wrong. They feel like they can't mess up. So when you turn on a light in their dark closet and you're like, Hey, what about this? They like freak out. They get insecure. They want to say that it's not there. They want to defend rather than assessing it for a second and, and really asking yourself, Hmm, is this true? Do I have this area that I need to work on? Okay. Let me just see it as an opportunity and let me work on it so I can clean house and then it won't be there anymore. You know? So I think, yeah, I think it's that perfectionism. What do you, what do you, why do you think people don't want to know the truth? Well, I, I think there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure on, on just even for our generation just to be, to be perfect because that's all we see, yeah. right? That's what we're fed yeah. that, you know, yeah. we can never be satisfied, um, with where we're at. And so I think that a lot of people, they don't, they don't want to be accountable. They don't want anybody to hold them accountable because, yeah. you know, they're afraid that they're not going to like what they see whenever they pull back the layers and get the honest truth. They're just really Boiler. not. Spoiler alert, you're probably not going to like it. Like I see things about me all the time that I'm like, oh, that's, that's not cute. That's not nice. And that's not loving or whatever. Right. Like we all have those shadows, Mm -hmm. everyone. So I feel like we just really got to ground ourselves in reality of understanding that everybody has those things. It's okay. It's what you do with those things. And here's the thing. When you choose to work on that and choose to address it, you get freedom. Like what's on the other side of that is so much freedom from 
your insecurities, your fears, your failures. You can walk in freedom. And I always like really ground myself in that, in that vision, right? I think people need vision when they're going through difficult things or even facing different truths about themselves. And the vision is what's going to be the result of me facing this and choosing to work through it. The result is freedom and a better you. And sometimes it's very difficult though for people to realize that it might be hard. It might be yeah. hard, but to push through and ultimately the end goal, it's going to be just a, a better overall you at the end of it. And I, I think that's where positive community comes into play, whether it's just a, a friend, right? Like a girlfriend, a boyfriend that's like on the same page as you, who is choosing personal growth, who's willing to be honest with you, willing to give you that honest feedback because they can look at you and say, hey, you're going to be all right. Let's go. You know, and sometimes it's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, where can people find all this information? What's your website? Um, what's your Instagram? How do you sign up for coaching? We don't know when yeah. the next retreat is. Is that correct? Yeah, we don't know when the next retreat is quite yet. I got to nail down where I'm going to have it, which may or may not be in the U.S. We'll see. You need to go out to Claire's. Oh, I know. In Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. I know. Be like, Claire, we're going to do a retreat. Like go, yeah. go ride in your van, go get, go get Penny and take a trip around the U S yeah. like, hi, can, can you leave? Yeah, just, can I just <laughs> no, I would house? want her to stay me and like 25 other people, or I don't know how many people you have come to the retreat, but right. yeah, I'd be like, you won't even know that we're there. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I would definitely want her there. She's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I considered van life for a little bit. I do too. I really she makes it seem so fun. No, you, you know what I did though? I YouTube searched van life um, and like all the negatives the about truth. it. Like, we need the truth. the truth. We need the yeah. truth of van yes. life. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. And, and it was great because I looked at the truth and I was like, no, I don't think that I'm willing to do that <laughs> on my own. Like if I had like a partner with me, yeah. you know, even just a friend, somebody who is willing to like bear some of that weight with me. But I'm like, I know myself right. and I'm going to be honest with myself. That's not the job for just me. Right. It's like, well, if Claire could just drive us around because she's like an expert, that's one thing, yes. but I don't yes. want to do it all by myself. No, I totally, totally, totally relate to that. I know her, her getup's like pretty cool. Um, so what's oh, your, so, so what's your cool. website? Yeah. So my website is just emilyhaydenfitness.com. Okay. My Instagram is my full name, Emily Hayden. YouTube uh, podcast is Evolve with Emily podcast. It's a personal development, mindset, spirituality, life, fitness. We talk about everything there. Um, and yeah, awesome. just search me. Very cool. And um, so nothing coming up in the, in the near future, anywhere that people can like find you at? You have any events that you're going to that are to the public? I do. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> we're already, we're almost in the month of October. I'm in like, case you need a reminder, because I have to remind myself every day. I, I literally don't know where I am. <laughs> um, I will post it on my Instagram story. Cool. So if you guys give me a follow, I yes. will definitely always update everyone. Awesome. There. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on the reborn podcast today. It's awesome connecting with just like strong women like yourself. But what I, what I love most about you, Emily, is that you're always working to get better. You're, you know, you're taking what is already good, what is already great. And you're seeing how can I make it even better? And that just comes with time, a lot of time and, and taking a good look at yourself and everything that you said, just what is the honest truth? Like, where am I and how can I get better? And how can I make everybody around me get better? Because if you get better, we're getting better. Yep. All right, Agreed. Girl. Well, thank you so much. It's been an honor to be on your show, and you have to check out my show. Circle, it is. I mean, you have to check out my uh, my competition that I have. Coming yes, up. 
Oh, I will for sure. Yeah, it's November 12th mm-hmm. is my competition date. I will be rooting for you, girl. So, yeah. I have no no doubt in you, just full faith. <laughs> yeah, well, the cut just started, so we'll see. All right, thank you so much again, Emily, for joining me. And um, I'm sure I'll see you again real soon at another First Form event. Awesome. See you soon. Bye, Emily. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reborn podcast today. Uh, Go leave me a review. Give me some feedback. Um, I always genuinely and sincerely appreciate each and every single one of you guys. Thanks again for listening to Reborn with Ironclad, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye. Follow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? Would just do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.